Are you scared of yourself after a toxic relationship? Do you sometimes sit up at night wondering, who am I? Why am I here? What am I actually doing? Because a lot of times after being in a negative, a toxic, a narcissistic, sociopathic relationship, you start to lose yourself. You start to lose who you are. Maybe you've been in a toxic relationship and you've been beaten down. You've been broken and bruised. And you're left there with your confidence on the ground destroyed. Not knowing if you can actually do something, if you can actually move, grow, change, get a job, whatever it might be. And that confidence piece feels absolutely destroyed. Maybe your worth feels like absolutely nothing. Like you're not good enough, like you're not worth something. Maybe your self-esteem is absolutely below sea level and you're like, I don't know how to do this. You see, when people start learning about narcissism, I normally call it a, a fire hydrant that gets opened and you're just drinking from the fire hydrant of narcissism, like trying to learn everything you can trying to understand why they did that or what their thought process was or, or how they were able to be so mean or so rude or, or what they did or how they went to the next person or how they didn't care. And for a period of time, it's helpful to be able to understand. But oftentimes, if we're not careful, we start to focus all our energy on the toxic person. We start to focus all our time, our energy, our, our wondering, do they get karma? Does this work out? Can, can two narcissists be together? Can, can this person interact with this person? Like, what's actually happening? And some people get stuck. Not everybody gets out. Some people get out and they get stuck on vengeance. I just want to make them pay. They get stuck on the unfairness. That's not right. The problem is a lot of times when they get stuck, they stay as victims. They don't take back their power because they're too busy pushing that off on someone else. They're too busy giving another person the power and, and the thought process of like, they're winning. When in reality, they're not playing their own game to win. Other people process it. Other people face the fears and face the pain and walk through it. It's not an easy process. It's not an easy process to face like the, the shit that you've had to walk through, the stuff that's been put on you. It's not easy to face that and to walk through the pain and actually admit, wait a second, this has actually happened to me. But the people that do that and walk through that get progress and move forward in their healing journey. You see, at the end of the day, your healing comes down to you, no one else. The therapist can't fix you, I can't fix you, TikTok can't fix you, anybody else can't fix you. You're the only one that can actually change. You're the only one that can actually put forth the effort and the honesty to start moving forward to be the person that you need to be. So when I talk to narcissists, when I talk to narcissistic abuse survivors, when I talk to people coming out of toxic relationship, domestic violence, when I talk to all different people that don't understand and are wondering what's actually going on and they've got all these focuses everywhere else, 
A lot of times the message is very, very similar. Wake up to the truth of what has actually gone on in the relationship. What has actually transpired in your life? What has actually transpired in that negative, in that toxicity that's actually happened? And wake up to the truth because the truth is one of the hardest things for people to be able to engage with. The truth is one of the hardest things for people to be able to walk up to and say, hey, I can actually deal with my truth. I can walk through it. It's painful. It's hurtful, but I'm going to own it. To wake up to the truth and then to learn to change the story. And I normally talk about the aspect of rewiring the story. Rewiring being getting back from the false narrative you're believing and back to truth. Back to the facts of the situation because the facts are the only thing that's going to set you free. Oftentimes when we're going through narcissism, narcissistic behaviors, narcissistic abuse, we process a couple things. Typically it'll process several things and it'll reveal a lot of times three different things. It'll reveal the aspect of self-worth issues where you start to think play and go through your mind of I am not good enough. Is that you today? Is that the thought that's playing through your head? Oftentimes people will say like I don't have confidence. I have self-confidence issues and it goes back to the thought of like I can't do anything. I've been relying on people. I've been relying on that person. I was isolated, so I couldn't rely on anybody. I don't know what to do. I haven't had that repetition to gain confidence. And the thought is, I can't do anything. Sometimes it reveals self-toxicity behaviors of different aspects that people have in their own life that they need to work through. And the hard part with that is a lot of times people say, I don't want to face it. I don't want to actually acknowledge that I might have done something wrong or that I need to work on something or that I need to change my the thought process or the story that I'm believing. And oftentimes those things come out whenever we're processing or going through narcissism. You see, as people go through their healing process, they go from that fire hydrant and, and looking at everything about narcissism and then the focus has to shift. The focus has to shift from the toxic person back to you. A lot of times people deflect at that point. I just want to get healed. Like, just let's let's fix me. Let's let's work through this. Let's just get it done with. And they get on the call and they're like, I, I just want to figure this out really fast. Sometimes people run away from it. I'm good. And I think I've actually done my healing. I think I'm actually good. And then they leave and then we see them six months later because they haven't actually healed. And sometimes people hide. Yeah, I don't I don't really think that's the issue. I think I think we need to focus on this. You see, today you're standing on a crossroads. Of which direction are you actually going to choose? What will you actually choose today? Have you heard about the illustration of buffaloes and cows? Out west, when a storm happens, buffaloes and cows react differently to fear of the thunderstorms and the lightning that happen out west. The cows, when they get scared, they actually run away from it. They run away from the storm. The buffalo, on the other hand, when they get scared, they run towards the thing that they're afraid of. So as a result, when that storm is coming out, the cows get scared from it and they start running away and the storm is basically chasing them. 
The buffalo, on the other hand, when that storm comes up, the buffalo gets scared of it, and they actually run towards it. And what it does, it minimizes the time that they're in the storm. And so many times, people want to minimize the pain and the things that they're going through, and as a result, they run away from it. And they end up maximizing the amount of pain, maximizing and, and lengthening out, slowing down the healing process because they're unwilling to face the radical truth or the radical honesty of dealing with a narcissism and what that brings to the surface. You see, oftentimes we narcissists and a lot of other people look at stuff as being black and white, light or dark. And oftentimes we're afraid of stepping into the darkness of maybe this is something that hurts. Maybe this is a pain. Maybe this is something I don't want to actually see. But when we work with people and they step into that to be able to see what's there and not run from it, not be ashamed from it, but to actually own it of, hey, this is what happened. It gives them freedom. Because when they acknowledge the truth of what has happened or what they've done or what is going on, they're able to start building a plan to be free from toxicity. They're able to grow from it. They're able to bring light to the area that oftentimes we want to hide and that we want to push down and say, I don't want to deal with this. Let's focus on the narcissist because I don't want to deal with the fact that I'm struggling, that I'm not good enough. Let's focus on this toxic incident because I don't think I can actually do anything. Let's focus on everybody else except me. And when people are struggling through that, through their healing journey, oftentimes they're running away from vulnerability. You see, vulnerability is hard. Vulnerability sucks. Vulnerability is one of the worst things ever. But vulnerability is also the step that needs to happen for you to grow. And that means being honest, not with everybody else, not with friends and family, not with me, not with therapists. Those are great and need to happen. But first off, being honest with you. What are you struggling with today? What are you worried about today? What are you running from today? What is the thing that you're not being honest to yourself about? What's the biggest lie that you're believing? What are the things that are in your mind that you're wondering about that you want to push away to the side and say, I don't want to deal with this? Because a lot of times people coming out of toxic relationships are afraid of themselves. They're afraid of being honest. They're afraid of being accepted. They're afraid of their worth. And a lot of things that kind of play in your mind time and time again still keep you down instead of growing.